You're listening to The Whole Testament, a podcast putting the Old and New Testaments back together. Today, Jim Campbell joins us for our Summer Orgatory Series. He helps us understand the significance of the baskets left behind with the feeding of the 5,000. If you have questions or want to continue the conversation, send us an email at thewholetestament at gmail.com or leave us a comment. All right. Super thrilled to be asked to come back again to the Whole Testament uh, and share a little bit with you all during this summer smorgasbord. Uh, so excited to jump in uh, to a topic today. Uh, before we do so, though, just want to say a quick prayer. Uh, Vina Malkino, our Father, our King, I just pray your blessing on this time. I pray that you fill my mouth and that you open all of our ears and hearts uh, to hear from your scripture. Just thank you for your blessing and the chance to even do this. B'Shem Yeshua HaMashiach, in the name of Jesus the Messiah, we pray. Amen. All right, so today we're going to jump into something cool that is uh, appears in all four of the Gospels, but has this hook back into uh, some of the prophecies of Isaiah. So excited to jump into that. Uh, to start with, we're going to just get right into Scripture here, uh, and we're going to get into Mark chapter 8. Uh, I'm going to be reading just a short section here, starting in, uh, let's start in verse 11, uh, and we'll jump down to, I don't know, 20 or something like that. So here we go. I'm just going to read it real quick. Uh, The Pharisees came and began to argue with him, asking for a sign from heaven to test him. And he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, why does this generation ask for a sign? Truly, I tell you, no sign will be given to this generation. And he left them. And getting into the boat again, he went across to the other side. So some context, what's right before this is the feeding of 4,000. And here the Pharisees are asking him for a sign. They're asking him for another sign. You can read in other places in the Gospels where they're like, give us this bread. The the crowds come press him again, wanting bread. And I can just imagine, uh, you know, hundreds, maybe thousands of them who were not at the first, uh, who were not there when when he broke the bread. Uh, multiplied it and hearing about it and just wanting to go see this amazing thing. I know if, if I wasn't there and then I heard this guy's in town, I'm going to go because I want to I see this from my, my own eyes. Um, but then, so they get in, so the Pharisees are asking for a sign and he's like, sighs deeply in his spirit. Uh, they get in the boat, the disciples. Now the disciples had forgotten to bring any bread. Uh, they only had one loaf with them in the boat. And he cautioned them saying, watch out. Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the yeast of Herod. They said to one another, it is because we have no bread. And becoming aware of it, Yeshua said to them, I always like when the scripture says something like that, becoming aware, uh, I believe he knows, but becoming aware of it, uh, Jesus said to them, why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not perceive or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes and fail to see? Do you have ears and fail to hear? And do you not remember? So when he hears them talking about, oh no, it's because we don't have bread. We didn't bring enough bread. Uh, And he he like sort of sits up and he's like, what what are you talking about? Do you still not get it? And then he quotes uh, a section from the the Hebrew scriptures where it's like having eyes, they do not see, ears they do not hear, lest they hear with their eyes, all that section. Uh, He quotes that to them and he says, do you still still, uh, not remember? And then this, this is the key thing. When I broke the five loaves for the 5,000, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you collect? So he says, do you not understand what's going on here? When I, when we were with the 5,000, remember that? And we broke the loaves and they 
all had plenty to eat and you picked up baskets? How many baskets did you pick up? They said to him, 12. And the seven for the 4,000? How many baskets full of broken pieces did you collect? And they said to him, seven. Then he said to them, do you not yet understand? Period. Move on. They came to Bethsaida. Some people brought a blind man. This is one of the unique parts of scripture where there's a lot of places like this, but this is one that just stands out to me where uh, Jesus asks this question. He looks at them and he says, what are you talking about? When we fed the 5,000, how many baskets did you pick up? Twelve. When we fed the 4,000, how many baskets did you pick up? Seven. Do you, don't you get it? Do you still not understand? Period. Move on. Doesn't address it. The scripture doesn't unpack it. Later in another place, it says that they realized he was talking about uh, the teaching of the Pharisees. But here is like just this hard stop of do you still not understand? And I, and I think even the teaching where it explains they, they understood it to mean, oh, when he was talking about the yeast, he's talking about the teaching of the Pharisees. But when he says here, how many do we pick up? How many do we pick up? Don't you get it? Do you still not understand? Um, I think there's a, there's a deeper truth for us here. So let's unpack a few things. First off, some of you maybe, I, don't, I know when I started studying this, it didn't really register on me after growing up, uh, hearing scripture uh, most all of my life. Uh, it didn't register with me. Wait a minute. There were two times. There were two times where um, Jesus and the disciples were at a pivotal moment, lots of people around, and they feed them twice. Not just one story, twice. Um, many of you may not know that, um, but the first one of the times, I guess I don't know the Maybe it was the first time, but one of the times was when they fed 5,000. And it, this feeding is in all four of the Gospels, so Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. All four of them talk about the time where uh, Jesus fed the 5,000. There's some uniquenesses in, in, the, in how those stories are told. For example, only Matthew and Mark include where he says, you give them something to eat. Uh, that's not in Luke, uh, Luke and John. Um, only Luke says that they get in groups of 50. He has them get in groups of 50. Only John says he did this to test them. Uh, and John is the only one that talks about barley loaves, gives specifically what kind of loaf it was. Um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, all of them say it was late afternoon. John doesn't give a time frame. Matthew, Mark, John says they arrived by boat. Uh, in all of them, however, there are five loaves and there are two fish. And all of them, at the end, picking up, there are 12 baskets. So this feeding of the 5,000 happens in all four. Uh, the similar things that are there, five loaves, two fish, and 12 baskets that get picked up. So, so that's interesting. But then the second feeding, which in Mark chapter 8 here, we just, we up above, we would have read about, uh, is only in Matthew and Mark, the feeding of the 4,000. Um, in this one, in both, he says they've been with me for three days. So the group has been with him for three days. In this one, there are seven loaves and a few small fish. So the counting isn't the same. There's seven loaves and a few small fish. And when that's done and everybody's eating their fill, they pick up the seven baskets. And this is what uh, Jesus, and I apologize if I say Yeshua sometimes, that is the Hebrew name. Uh, this is what Jesus picks up. Uh, with the crowd, or this is what he picks up on in the boat with them when he says, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees, and they think it's because they don't have bread. And he's recalling them back. Hey, partly I think, hey, I can give bread whenever I want to give bread. 
You have one loaf, we can turn that into a boat made of bread. Like, it's not about the physical bread. It's not about the bread, is one of the messages I think he, he recounts here. But then he asked them, um, when we had the five, how many did you pick up? When we had the four, how many did you pick up? A couple of other interesting notes here. In the feeding of the 5,000, there are five loaves and two fish. So the counting of the food that is brought that he multiplies is seven. In the feeding of the 4,000, there is the only number is the loaves, seven loaves, and a few small fish. And so seven is the counting there as well. What's important to note, and you may have heard this uh, at some point, the number seven denotes uh, oftentimes is, the, is referenced as the number for God. Or for, or it's, it's certainly the reference of the number for completion. If we think about in Genesis, the creation, uh, in, there are seven days, seven days in the week, uh, the seventh being the Shabbat, the day to cease, when all of God's creating is complete and whole and moves. Uh, there's the seven cycles of weeks associated with one of the feasts of Shavuot or Pentecost, where seven sets of seven. There's seven cycles of year of the year, uh, years where you get to the year where you let the let grand life, the land life follow, and you don't harvest and you don't plant and sow. A cycle of seven. There's the seven cycles of seven years to get to the jubilee over and over again, this idea of seven being completeness and wholeness in the scriptures, often again associated with God. Then there's 12, another number in our story, 12, which we're familiar with, probably 12 associated with the 12 tribes uh, that make up the people of Israel or the 12 disciples that make up uh, the specific group that travels with, uh, with Jesus, with Yeshua in the scripture. So in both of these stories, what's notable is we have a 12 and we have a seven. And when Jesus is asking them in the boat, 5,000, we know at the 5,000, there were five and two, there were seven that were brought. This is enough. This is all I need. This is complete. And he multiplies that and they pick up. He asks them, how many baskets? 12. 12 baskets. Then in the 4,000, the feeding of the 4,000, seven loaves and a few small fish, seven being the number, this is complete. This is enough. This is what I need. They feed the 4,000. How many baskets were picked up? Seven. Completeness. Let's jump back to a scripture in Isaiah, a prophecy in Isaiah. Uh, this is in Isaiah uh, chapter 7. It's familiar probably to most of you. Uh, then Isaiah said, starting in verse 13, Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary mortals that you weary my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel. Emmanuel. And it goes on this prophecy about the, the one who is to come, Messiah, Jesus, the Messiah, who is to come. And here's what I think is going on, possibly in that boat. Yes, there's a lesson about the teaching of the Pharisees, the teaching, the yeast that can leaven the whole loaf. Yes, that's happening. Yes, I think there's also the teaching he's giving them of, I don't really, it, it's not about food, boys. It's not about food. It's not about that actual bread. I can multiply the bread. Don't you remember we made bread for everyone? It's not about the food. But I think also in his asking, how many baskets? Why did the baskets matter? How many baskets did you pick up? It wasn't 13, it wasn't 10, it wasn't 42, it wasn't one. It was exact 
number that God ordained. He made enough food for all the people to eat their fill and then exactly 12 baskets left over. And in the second feeding, how many baskets? It was enough to feed the 4,000 and how many that multiplied out with women and children and that, to feed that group and God ordained that it would fill them all up and there would be exactly seven, not eight, not four, seven baskets left over. I think when Yeshua here is looking at them and saying, do you still not get it? I think what he's saying is, Emmanuel, don't you remember Isaiah's prophecy? And as many of you know, and if you don't know, Emmanuel means God with us. The divinity, the perfect, the holy with man. Heaven coming down to union with earth. God with us. And here in the baskets we have the 12, us. 12 representing the tribe. 12 representing these disciples in the boat with him. 12 representing the people, mankind. And seven. Seven representing completeness, wholeness, perfection, God. I believe one of the messages in that book is, don't forget, God is with us. Avina Malkano, our Father and King, we just pray that you help us to understand in the mundaneness of life, to not miss the message, to not miss the point that you were telling us in creation, in the people we interact with, uh, in our own bodies, just in, in all of this, and certainly in your scripture and with your spirit, you were trying over and over again to remind us, to make us see the point. It's not about the bread. It's not even about this boat. It's about Emmanuel. God is with us, chooses us, comes to us, works with us to do mighty things. I pray that everyone that's listening to this now or in the future, whenever they hear this story, will be reminded those baskets are there for a reason and they communicate that God is with us. In the name of Jesus the Messiah, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Whole Testament. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. So share the show with your friends and family and be sure to leave a rating and review. You can also find us on all the socials by searching at The Whole Testament. All of our episodes are available at our website and you can listen to them by heading over to thewholetestament.com. We'll see you next time.